He's breaking down what's going on inside Columbia. It's Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show. So glad that you have joined us this weekend. If you tuned in for the first segment, you know that I'm visiting with Kevin Buckler. And probably there's a lot of people out there in our listening audience that uh, has known Kevin, worked with him on projects over the years, or went to high school with him at Hickman High School. Um, so back then, um, see, you actually graduated. You had a chance to go to Rockbridge, uh, is that correct? But you, you you elected to stay at Hickman. That's correct. Talk mm-hmm. about that decision and what 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 did that decision mean back then? This is 1974, maybe we're talking about. It was exactly 1974. Okay. So as a senior in high school in 74, yeah, was the first year Rockbridge opened for for school. And as a senior, we had a choice of staying at Hickman or going to Rockbridge. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before I graduated, I. Couldn't tell you exactly how many kids graduated, but it was 600 plus. It was a big class. Big, big class. Yeah. yeah. And um, if I remember correctly, there were about 140, 50 kids of our our class Mm -hmm. that chose to go to Rockbridge for that year. So it wasn't really a, it it was no decision for me. I was going to stay where I was. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to finish up my career there, my high school career there. Yeah. Uh, Well, the Bruins, you get them, is a little bit more of a masculine mascot than the QP. No doubt about that. No uh, doubt about that. You know, I remember when Battle High School opened, uh, both my boys were at Hickman. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, that really had an impact on the sports programs at Hickman. Did the same thing happen back in 1974 when you lost uh, such a big part of your class uh, to another um, high school? I don't remember it that senior year. I mm-hmm. know that as time went on, um, the 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 athletic equity kind of seemed to equalize a little bit, mm-hmm. and Rockbridge got to be a better powerhouse at yep. times than yep. Hickman did football, basketball, whatever. Um, as long as we could beat Jeff City, that's all that really mattered. As long as we could beat the Jays, it didn't matter. Exactly right, <laughs> and and we did occasionally. So that was that was uh, that was good. So. Yeah. So uh, it would have been hard for you to go to Rockbridge because you did not drive a BMW or a Mercedes. You drove a 1970 Nova. Is well, that right? Well, before before that, yeah. I drove a 1966 Chevy Two. Wow. Okay. That was a hand me down from my mother. Uh huh. And um, a Chevy Two. A Chevy Two. Tell us about the engine in that. Well, a little little. Six-cylinder <laughs> thing, yeah. But you know that thing just ran like, yeah. It was great. It yeah. always got me where I wanted to go. Yeah. You know? And and uh, how did you move up to the Nova? Is that is that a car you bought on your own? Uh, you know, my dad found the Nova. Oh, okay. Uh, he knew I'd been driving that car for a long time, mm-hmm. and I was working yep. for Coil Construction at uh, the time. Okay. All right. And. Um, he ran into all kinds of opportunities as he as he traveled around and visited with people. Yeah, and um, he found this car, and he said, uh, "I'll trade you that Nova for this Electrolux vacuum." Well, he <laughs> no, he didn't say that, <laughs> but uh, I think I think I paid twelve hundred dollars for it. That's a lot of money back then. That was then. a lot of money, yeah. but but it was a nice car. Yeah. It was nice and straight and rich and, Landau leather roof. Yeah, rich Landau leather <laughs> roof, and and it had uh, it had a six cylinder engine in it, but on the, and they had little little emblems. Two fifty six cylinder on the other side, on the passenger side of the car, that had been knocked off, and somebody put a three fifty on there, <laughs> so people would pull up and rev their engine up yeah. like I was going to 
drag them down the street. That that never happened because <laughs> of course not. Yeah, no, that wasn't going to work. But but, uh, that, but that's how I ended up with the with the uh, with the Nova. Yeah, did, when, when you were in high school, I mean, did kids cruise the loop? I mean, was that something that oh my, was a, a big deal oh yeah. back then? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I, my, my, neither one of these vehicles were very good loop cruisers. They, right. They weren't loud and screechy and and uh, you know they didn't catch anybody's eye by any stretch. But but uh, oh yeah, all yeah. the time, back yeah. and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. So you spent uh, some time at Moberly Air, uh, Community College. I did uh, junior college, and then uh, you you finished. You had two years uh, that you spent over at the Mizzou, and uh, but you made a decision uh, sort of late in your college career that you mm-hmm. were going to get into the construction business. Tell us, tell us about well, that. Well, I made a decision that being in college really wasn't for me. Okay, yeah, that, that's kind of where it started. Yeah, uh, my career path was my educational path was uh, fisheries and wildlife, mm-hmm. and at the time. Um, there really weren't any jobs. Yep. You know, in 1978. Did your dad say, uh, Kevin, what are you going to do with a degree in fisheries and wildlife? Well, he never asked me that question, but he <laughs> kind of gave me a look once in a while, like, mm, you know. But, you know, he was very supportive of whatever. His idea of me was, that, you know, it doesn't matter what you do as long as you do it well. Yeah. That's that, great. That, that was the main thing. Yeah. You know, pretty nice. So, um, Anyway, I decided that, you know, this just really wasn't for me. I wasn't going to, job opportunities were slim or none. Mm-hmm. If you had a graduate degree, they were slim and none, and you still weren't making any money. Yeah. So I needed to get real for a minute and, and find something to do. And I, and I, um, went and applied for, for work at the, uh, with uh, Dalton Building Systems, they were doing the Kelly Motor Spectrum. Mm-hmm. Now, the Kelly Motor Spectrum uh, is that on Vandiver Drive. It the is. building is still there. Yes, it is. Uh, for a while, it was Legend Automotive uh, yes. after Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that Sterling Kelly who built that? I'm trying to remember the gentleman's name. Sterling Kelly. All yes. right. And uh, he was a bit of a character, as I recall. Um, and uh, he sold Oldsmobiles. What did he sell out there? Do you call? I think it was Oldsmobile, maybe Cadillac. Okay. All right. That's probably uh, right. Yeah. GMC products of some sort, yeah. I think, yeah. Anything special about that building when you were building it? I mean, that was your first construction gig, but uh, did people um, uh, drive by and say, oh, that's a cool-looking building? What do you remember about that? Um, I remember having a job. Yeah. That was the first yeah. thing I remember. It, yeah. it was big. It seemed yeah. interesting. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't real glamorous, uh, the job that you were doing. No. Yeah. No, I was just, I was laboring and and learning yeah because i had no experience yeah so uh i mean i spent a fair amount of time with a shovel in my hand yeah going to get this or going to get that or whatever yeah and uh um, randy quell says that that's what made you such a great leader over the years is that you had been in the trenches you had had the shovel in your hand right uh you had done those jobs and so when you were promoted up into management uh you you kind of knew exactly what you were talking about and, and the guys would respect you because they knew that you had walked in their shoes right yeah. exactly pretty and cool pretty yeah. cool yeah it was pretty cool yeah. and, and i think that's uh um not to slight anybody, but that's something that 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 um, management misses sometimes mm-hmm. is is um, the hands-on experience of what the guys are doing, the yeah. craft experience. Yeah. So that was a kind of a short stint for you. Uh, somebody uh, uh, told you about this this uh, new kid in town named Randy Coyle yeah. who was starting yeah. his own construction yeah. company. If I, um, his name was Glenn Dudley. He was a project manager for that worked for Don Patterson, who okay. had owned Dalton Building Systems. Yeah. And um, after about nine months or so, the project was done, and we got two or three of us got laid off. And he called me or talked talked to me about um, you need to give Randy a call. He's looking for help. Mm-hmm. And within a couple of days, I did that. And within a couple of days of that, I was 
back at work with Randy. So, yeah. Um, so Don Patterson, he had a son uh, for our younger listeners that uh, will remember, uh, uh, Dalton Patterson, who had a bar on the corner of 8th and Broadway. Uh, is that, does that ring a bell with you? No. Called Dalton's? Okay. That doesn't ring no, a bell. Okay. Maybe I'm making something up. But anyway, uh, I doubt it. yeah. So, um, interesting. So, uh, he introduced you to Randy Coyle. And uh, right. uh, Randy offered you a job. Yes, he did. Uh, your first job was over at uh, Boone Clinic. What were you doing over there? Uh, I had a shovel in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and a big pile of gravel. And a big pile of rock. Yeah, he, I showed up and, and, and uh, uh, there, were, there were three of us. Well, Randy had two other employees uh-huh. and I got hired on the same time as another guy did, Kenny. And uh, he said, there's a pile of rock. And there's a truck, and there's a shovel, and that rock needs to be in the back of that truck. So, yeah, get after it. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and so you were doing some work on some renovation work on the on the Boone Clinic, which still stands today. Yes, it's, uh, uh, I think it's uh, uh, largely empty, but it's it's still out there. Um, and then you were able to um, uh, you you stayed on with Coil, and I think that that is something that uh, I, I first met you. Uh, Back in, in 2011, I had purchased a building uh, at 47 East Broadway, which is mm-hmm. now the home of the Bard Owl. Right. And it's a building that had been uh, vacant, let's just say abandoned, for five or six years mm-hmm. and uh, holes in the roof. And it was in pretty bad shape. But but uh, when when I uh, when we worked with Coil Construction to renovate that building, you were sort of our our, our uh, foreman or project manager. We, yes. we we had a foreman, but you were the project manager. Yes. And and um, but I want to talk about some of the the buildings that you have worked on uh, over the years that sort of stand out in your mind. And, and let's just start with the most recent one. I uh, uh, last weekend I uh, uh, had the. Uh, Opportunity or unfortunate opportunity to attend Gary During's funeral, which right. was at Christian Chel- uh, Fellowship uh, mm-hmm. Church. Uh, what a beautiful church! What a, well, that, yeah. that project turned out nice, and yeah, and that, uh, you led the effort on that. I did. Yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of that. Yeah. It was a it was a, a great group of clients to work with, mm-hmm. and um, um, yeah, I'm just real proud of it. Yeah, it, it turned out. It looks it like looks the, great. it looks like the picture, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, make it look like the picture, yeah. and it turned out very well. It's so. interesting driving from uh, Scott Boulevard up Chapel Hill. What a dominant presence that that, that building has. It's only about thirty eight thousand, thirty eight thousand feet, yeah. roughly. Yeah, and uh, and I can almost see it from my house. Yeah, oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. I can. <laughs> as, I, as I as I leave my house and yeah. head down uh, uh, Chapel Ridge Road, you can you top that first hill and you can look off in the distance. And, yeah. And that was kind of fun to watch from afar. You know, it's it's interesting because uh, the, I think the church has owned that property for many years, and it's it's just interesting how that stands out and how it looks so dominant. If I yeah, if I remember the history of of that, they bought that property um, twenty years ago. Uh huh. Yeah. With, with the vision of in twenty years building a, a building. And, yeah. And um, they they made that come true. Yeah. Um, one of the more unusual projects maybe you did was uh, the a conser- a conservation center down in Cape Girardeau. Correct. Uh, tell us about that project. Well, um, it is what it is. It, it's, a, it's a project with, with the Missouri Department of Conservation. It's, uh-huh. it's similar to maybe Runge that people maybe have seen locally yep. in Jeff City. Sure. But it's a, it's a large exhibit building, uh, you know, with lots of stuffed animals and exhibits about mm-hmm. wildlife and mm-hmm. beaver lodges and an aquarium and a um, 
Um, you know, they have walking trails around the building and, yeah. and all kinds of fun yeah, things. Kind of it, a neat little it, destination. It was, it was a neat little destination job and and uh, unique construction, heavy timber. Mm-hmm. You know, exposed timber trusses and and entrance and it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's another one that I'm real proud of. It was interesting to do. It's most. It's kind of interesting because people think I think. Uh, a coil construction as being a local construction company. It is locally owned. Correct. But my understanding is that uh, coil is currently doing business in six or seven states right now. Correct. They really have expanded their footprint. And, right. And so right. did you find yourself working on projects where you, you had to travel to get there? Um, a little bit. Yeah. At the same time I was doing the project in, in Cape Girardeau, I was also doing something in Sherville, Indiana. So I'd kind of go back and forth and back and forth and yeah. back and forth. And that was, uh, that was interesting. It was a, it was a retail center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, so it wasn't quite as interesting as the uh, yeah 